You're listening to 97.1 FM WXOXLP, Louisville, Kentucky. It's 6 o'clock on a Sunday, so it's time for your Sunday evening dance party. This is That Driving Beat. My name is James. My name is Uwe. And we've got two hours to get you moving with some of our favorite soul R&B and garage rock dancers. All on 45 RPM vinyl. Stay tuned. Shake, shake. 
Thanks for joining us here on That Driving Beat this evening, your Sunday evening dance party here on WXOX from the Art FM Studios just outside downtown Louisville, Kentucky. We started, as we always do, with our theme song, Willie Mitchell, doing That Driving Beat. That came out on the High Record label in Memphis, Tennessee in uh, 1965. I followed that with one from 1963 on the Mark Records label. That was Bob and Earl with Harlem Shuffle. And I played something that I've been looking for for a long, long time. 
and I found a copy and uh, it was so beat up that I never could play it on the radio and recently found a pristine uh, issue of that one. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful piece of wax sitting here yeah. on the turntable. It's Googie Renee combo, Smokey Joe's La La on Class Records from 1966 and there was a big mod hit back in England in the 60s. That's a good one. We, we don't play a whole lot of instrumentals uh, on the show. We, we, we like to get the ones with lyrics in there, but there are a lot of great instrumentals out there. And uh, yeah, I love, I love that one. All right, uh, let's uh, get back to the, to the music here. Uh, do what we always do here on That Driving Beat. Uh, we play mostly upbeat dance music uh, from mostly the 60s. Uh, every once in a while, we'll slow it down a little bit before we're going to get you to catch your breath. But uh, uh, well, I invite you to uh, get on the dance floor now for Etta James, 1962 on Argo Records, part of the Chess Records uh, conglomerate uh, out of the, uh, the south side of Chicago. Here's Etta James with Next Door to the Blues. Saturday to be ah. 
That was J.J. Barnes with Real Humdinger on Rictic from 1966. And we kind of played that today as a memorial because sadly J.J. Barnes is not with us anymore. And uh, he's singing now and writing music uh, with all his heroes from uh, yeah. the past. Yeah, we lost him just in the last couple of days. Uh, he still still lived up in, in Detroit where uh, his, his career was. Uh, he was a singer and songwriter, uh, released... A few things on Rick Tick and some other other Detroit labels uh, ended up working for Motown uh, for a while. Uh, and that song, Real Humdinger, and a couple of his other ones uh, became hu- hugely uh, popular on the, the northern soul scene in Britain. And he actually moved uh, over to Britain in the 70s for a few years just to kind of capitalize on uh, uh, how much the, the, the people over there loved him. Uh, recorded some stuff over there, I think, but he uh, he ended up living back in Detroit, and he actually performed, uh, I guess, for his last time uh, just a few weeks ago at an event up there called uh, Detroit A Go Go, a big uh, weekender where they got uh, all the all the uh, 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 old old Detroit performers uh, from from the '60s uh, that they could find and, and uh, that that wanted to come out and, and perform, and uh, they had just a uh, a big weekend where with with all these uh, all these amazing soul and rhythm and blues singers uh, performing live, and he uh, 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 he did get to perform uh, just a few weeks ago, even um, though he was uh, hospitalized. Yeah, apparently apparently he, he he checked himself out of the hospital because he wanted to go perform at uh, at that event, which is uh, real very artist. cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, JJ Barnes, real humdinger. Uh, I think we're going to play at least one more by him. Throughout the yeah, show, and I also have a uh, couple uh, he wrote. So maybe not him performing, but also stuff. Yeah, like he produced, uh, uh, not produced so much as wrote the song. Yeah, yeah, he wrote he wrote several things uh, on various labels uh, out of Detroit. Uh, before that, also from Detroit, you heard Shorty Long on the Soul label. That was part of the Motown family of uh, of labels from 1968. Night Foe Last. And before that, Nina Simone, Gin House Blues on Cold Picks from 1961. And I just pulled that out because of what James played before that. <laughs> yeah, I did I did a, uh, some Etta James R&B, so you, f- you followed it up with some Nina Simone R&B. I think those went well together. Uh, Etta James, uh, a real shouter there uh, to start us off, off with, uh, Next Door to the Blues, 1962 on Argo. She probably lived next door to the Gin House Blues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Right, some blues, various kinds of blues. All right, um, thanks for listening to WXOX 97.1. I'd like to invite you to listen Saturday mornings from 10 to 11 a.m. to Film Fatal with Mike El-Sharif and John Ben Lacey. Film Fatal examines film as an art form, both locally and nationally. The show features interviews with filmmakers, discussions of film aesthetics and music from scores and soundtracks. That's Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock. The Louisville Ballet presents the Brown Foreman Nutcracker, the classic story of Marie and her Nutcracker Prince as they travel to the land of the Sugar Plum Fairy, with choreography by Val Caniparoli and live music by the Louisville Orchestra. Performance has already started, but they're going through December 23rd at the Kentucky Center. Details at louisvilleballet.org. All right, coming up next, one by Jackie Wilson. This is... Uh, this is a great double-sider by him on the Brunswick label. Uh, by that, I mean both sides are the kind of music we play here on that driving beat, uh, the upbeat soul dancers. This is a beautiful, uh, sweet love song kind of a northern soul dancer here that I'm going to play you from 1968. 
Jackie Wilson with I Get the Sweetest Feeling.
is for real But I can't be sure I can only tell By the way I feel And ooh, ooh what a feeling Hey, hey, what a, what a groovy feeling
That was the great Chuck Jackson with Good Things Come to Those Who Wait on One from 1965, written by J.J. Barnes. One of uh, many songs J.J. Barnes wrote. and uh, That's well, a good one. It's a great one. But uh, yep. um, Before that, Johnny Nash. What a groovy feeling. 1970 on J.A.D. Records. Before that, another J.G. Barnes composition, Martha Reeves. He brought a bunch of them. Us. Yeah, you told me to. Yeah, I yeah. Show Me the Way on Gordy from 1967. And Jackie Wilson got that one going with I Get the Sweetest Feeling, 1968 on the Brunswick label. Thanks for listening to That Driving Beat on WXX LP Louisville, 97.1 FM and worldwide at artxfm.com. So many amazing shows, but uh, for something different, tune in on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. for Freedom Hour. The Freedom Hour is a talk show about the Iranian revolution and culture, including Iranian music, with Nilou Shadi and Shirin Freedom Hour, every Tuesday at 6 p.m. The Kentucky Center for African American Heritage's mission is to enhance the public's knowledge about the history, heritage, and cultural contributions of African Americans in Kentucky. Their programs, exhibits, and activities celebrate the cultural, political, historic, and artistic contributions African Americans have made to the region. Visit kcaah.org for more info, and you can find the Kentucky Center for African American Heritage on Facebook. All right, we're going to get back to the music, but uh, first I want to... I wanna just tell the story of finding this record. Sometimes we do that on the show. Uh, we we are playing all all uh, records, all all forty five RPM physical media on a couple of turntables we've got here in the studio, uh, and these are all from our collections. These are all uh, records that either I or uh, or my friend Uve here own, and we get out there and dig for them. Uh, sometimes they just present themselves to us really easily at a record store, and uh, but sometimes we've really got to get down in the in the dust in the uh, in the in the basements in the yeah. flea markets, uh, he's lying right now because usually he buys his stuff online. I do buy some things <laughs> online, but uh, I don't. I don't buy my. I, I I find a lot more in the wild than I you buy have online. Recently, you really yeah. found a lot on. I've I have been shaking the trees, that's and uh, some that's, good stuff has come true. out. Um, that's true. Yeah. So this uh, this next one, I was I was over like deep into Southern Indiana for work related purposes, uh, non radio related purposes. And uh, I had a little bit of time to kill, uh, and I saw this antique mall and a little little flea market in kind of a pole barn over at the side of the road, I think in Bedford, Indiana, for anybody who knows small towns in Indiana. And so I stopped, and I, I, I walked through the antique mall and found, found a couple of little, couple of 45s. And I wasn't even going to go in the flea market because uh, I, I didn't have, have a good feeling about it. But I went in anyway, and I found this box. Uh, of records of uh, 45s uh, and just $20 for the whole box. Now I do want to say for for the, for the listeners uh, who you know, who, you know, who may not be who may not have 45s or go out and dig them. The vast majority of 45 RPM 7-inch singles, those little the little ones with the big hole that uh, you'd find in jukeboxes, the vast majority of them you see out there are worthless. They uh, they pressed so many of them. Anybody who wants a copy of uh, most uh, even Beatles and Elvis and those kind of records. Anybody who wants a copy, there's plenty out there. Um, it's 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 rare to find the ones that are actually rare. And uh, 
So I bought this $20 box because I was flipping through it, and I saw a record that I never thought I would actually own a copy of. I was aware of it, I believe, because of a podcast that I listened to called In the Past, the Garage Rock Podcast, which is uh, two guys up in Canada who uh, just kind of dissect uh, garage rock uh, songs and especially covers. They, uh, they, they will do an episode about one particular song and various covers of it and kind of analyze them uh, from a musical perspective. Um, that's a In the Past Garage Rock podcast. I think that's where I first heard this song, by the Customs Five. And I found a copy in this box. And it's one, yeah, it, as I said, it's one I never thought I would own. Because to go out and buy one from someone who knows what it is will cost you some money. Um, I think this is an Indiana group, from what I can tell. So maybe it's not so strange that it turned up in a flea market in uh, a small town in Indiana. But I'm not really sure where they're from. There's not a lot of information. Anyway, I'm going to play this record. The Customs 5 on Task Records from 1966. Here's Let's Go in 69. I knew it 
knocking up on my door I don't have your loving anymore Since you've been gone I'm hurting inside But I want you maybe by my side, yeah I'm crying one time Give me crying, give me crying Every night Hey, you know you didn't treat me right And now my feet begin to fall Well, I want you, baby, right now Well, I'm crying Yeah, I'm crying Hear me crying Hear me crying Hear me crying That was the Spartas with a, uh, a sound-alike bargain version of I'm Crying by the Animals. It was on Hit Records from 1964. Uh, Hit Records we, we play and talk about on the show pretty often. They were, uh, they were a sound-alike uh, budget label down in Nashville using the studios and studio, studio musicians down there kind of in an anonymous way to uh, record sound-alike copies of things that were current hits and get them out cheaper in the in the discount stores so uh you know maybe you could buy two things on uh, on hit records for as much as it would cost you to buy one of the uh the or, the original on whatever the major label was uh but a lot of things that uh, hit put out they they did a good job maybe they even sort of accidentally put a little different twist on it uh and there are a few actual originals on, on hit that are not copies um but yeah that that was a group that uh was was billed as the spartas on the on a few hit records they probably didn't actually exist as a band uh i doubt there was ever a night you could go see the spartas play in some bar in uh, nashville back in the 60s uh, but that was them with i'm crying on, from 1964 before that you heard the flip side of that customs five record that i uh, started that set out with that was little louie kind of a a play on Louie Louie. Every garage rock band 
does a cover of, of Louie Louie. Did a cover then, and every garage rock band still probably can do a cover of Louie Louie. Um, but there were a lot of kind of takeoffs uh, on that sound. So that was the Customs 5, probably from Indiana, uh, doing Louis, Little Louie on Task Records from 1966. I think that was an original. Uh, it was cre- it's credited to A. Cyphers and G. Kennedy, who I assume were members of that band, but uh, there's not any, really any information out there online about who the Customs Five were. Well, I'll let James do a couple in a row because uh, I didn't bring in the garage. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a little busy right now. If people know what I'm doing for a living, they know this time of year I'm... I'm I'm quite occupied with other stuff, so he's Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them that. Psh, that's a secret. You didn't know Santa was Austrian. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> Saint Nicholas. Anyway, uh, so I the only one I brought that nearly sounded like uh, garage, but it's not garage. No, it's Sir, garage. So yeah. Douglas, she's gonna be boss, and I. I did play that for my wife too because she's always boss <laughs> she is the boss uh, on tribe records from 1966 and that was funny because uh, James owns that record too and he always plays the flip and I actually yeah I didn't even know that was on the uh, that was on well, the other exactly, side exactly and I never flipped that one around <laughs> so I didn't <laughs> know like, <laughs> oh okay oh that's on the other side okay so yeah we both own a record that has two good sides on there uh, but yeah I, I've only ever played the the other side which I think is I think the A side is quarter to three I think she's got to be boss is the B side but that doesn't matter sometimes the best song is on the B side of, well, uh, of these records well there's huge crosses on the quarter to three side on the on the the, the copy yeah, I have your, in my hand. Your, so your, some your record was definitely marked up by pen to show that quarter to three was the side to play. Yeah, but, well, yeah. I disagree. I, I, <laughs> I do I do like She's Gotta Be Boss better. Um, but yeah, before Sir Douglas, I started off with the, uh, the other side, the A side of that Customs 5. This one is actually listed, which one is A and which one is B. The A side is Let's Go in 69 by the Customs 5 on Task Records from 1966. And I hope you play something I can actually follow that doesn't make... I don't know. I've, I've, I've still got some like garage rock. Up. I've got some, some British uh, beat uh, in here. I may just have to Why throw some in randomly. Why did you tell me? I, mean, I got up at 6 a.m. Do this morning. Planning. We don't do any no, planning no, on this excuse show. Excuse me. Uh, you told me... We need J.J. Barnes, though. Oh, that's so true. I got up we, six, did, we did plan that. 6 a.m. in the morning to find my J.J. Barnes <laughs> records, and I don't want to play any of them. I'm not uh, happy right now. No, we've I'm played several J.J. Barnes. We'll uh, play more. Two. Uh, two yeah. of mine, yeah. Okay, uh, okay. Um, no, anyway, three, sorry. Let's get back to it. <laughs> Coming up next, a group called the Massachusetts Assembly. I have no idea who the, who this group was. This is another one. There's very little information about this uh, online. I can't even figure out what year uh, this was put out. But it's uh, the Massachusetts Assembly on Tomorrow Records with Run Like the Devil. Run like the devil. 
You're listening to WXOXLP, Louisville, Kentucky, 97.1 FM. This is That Driving Beat. You just heard The Diplomats with There's Still a Tomorrow on Want from 1965. Before that, The Flamingos, Since My Baby Put Me Down, 1966 on Phillips Records. Before that, The Tempests, Can't Get You Out of My Mind on Smash from 1967. And I... I looked, had to look it up, and I, I, I bought it a year ago, and I forgot completely about this record, and it's a thousand miles an hour, no <laughs> soul stomper. It is no-nonsense, fast, fast record and, there, yeah. And, and the flip is fantastic, too, and I might have played the flip before, but this this side is just hmm. blow, blowing my mind, <laughs> can get it out of my mind. And we started out with uh, a group called the Massachusetts Assembly with Run Like the Devil on Tomorrow. And uh, the internet will not tell me when that record came out. I, well, because, I don't know. Because Massachusetts is absolutely misspelled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Massachusetts is not spelled like the state. There's an extra E thrown in there. Uh, I assume intentionally. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you know, trying to Google the words Massachusetts and assembly, it's ungoogleable as far as it, you know, trying to turn up words, you know, turn up a, something about a band because, yeah. No, it's a state name and assembly. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The state assembly stuff yeah. comes up. It does not give you any useful information <laughs> no. about that group when you try to Google. All right, uh, we are coming into the second hour of that driving beat for this evening here on 97.1 FM. Uh, thanks for joining us, uh, whether you're listening over the airwaves here in Louisville or if you're streaming online from elsewhere in the world. We're glad to have you with us, and we hope you're enjoying what we're playing. We hope you're getting some dancing in. Uh, or at least tapping your feet and uh, uh, shaking around a little bit uh, where, you, where you're sitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you listen to the car, please don't shake too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it, uh, keep it on the road. A little head nodding. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to play one by Mary Wells here. This is uh, from her years on Jubilee uh, after Motown. She went through several, several labels after uh, her time at Motown. Um, This one came out in 1968 on Jubilee. Here's Mary Wells with The Doctor. Yeah. 
Thank you for listening to Dead Driving Beat on WXX LP Louisville 97.1 FM and worldwide on artxfm.com. So JJ Barnes sadly passed away, uh, and uh, so this was JJ Barnes' composition, Daryl Banks' "Baby Watch a Cloud for Me" on Revelot from 1966. Before that, one on the Stax label from Memphis. I'm going to talk about the Stax label a little bit here in a minute, but uh, that was the Astors with "Candy" from 1965. Before that, JJ Barnes himself, "Please Let Me In" on Rick Tick from 1965 as well. And Mary Wells got us started in that set with a song called The Doctor. Came out on Jubilee Records in 1968. Art FM is a non-profit organization powered by a dedicated volunteer staff. Free from commercials and market demands, our global broadcast depends entirely on the support of our listeners. If you enjoy the station, please do your part to keep us on the air. Visit artxfm.com. Slash support to make your tax-deductible donation today. Tune in tomorrow for Good Night Locker with Shutaro Noguochi, adult contemporary for kids. Hang the locker from the moon every Monday from 11 p.m. to midnight on WXX LP Louisville. All right, so I just played that record, uh, the Asters record on Stacks, uh, to to set up uh, talking about another. Another uh, legend in the soul and R&B music uh, industry that we lost in the last week. Jim Stewart uh, founded Stax Records uh, along with his sister, uh, Estelle Axton. The, uh, the Stax, S-T-A-X of the label, came from uh, the first two letters of, of their last names. Stewart and Axton made Stax. Uh, when they first started out the, the label, it was a very, very uh, uh, bare-bones kind of operation. Um, and they were going to record uh, country and rockabilly. That was that was what Jim Stewart was really into, uh, what he knew about. And o- over the first couple of years of uh, the label existing, they uh, they realized, you know, they're they're in, they're in Memphis. Uh, I think they started out near Memphis, but then they they moved uh, to Memphis, and they realized, oh, there's this there's this great soul and rhythm and blues thing happening here. Uh, that's 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 where the market is, uh, and that's that's where. That's where Memphis has a lot to offer. That's what we're going to do uh, at Stax Records. Um, so Stax was was one of the big one of the big labels uh, for this kind of music in the '60s, uh, right up there with with Motown and Chess and, and and some of these other ones. Put out so so many records over the years. Uh, also worked with Atlantic Records. Uh, recorded a lot of their artists uh, down in Memphis too. So a lot of things that came out on the Atlantic and Atco labels. Or actually, products of, uh, of Stacks. Plus, of course, they had their own labels like Stacks and Volt. Uh, so I'm just going to play in this uh, the last 40 minutes or so of the show. I'm going to throw a lot of uh, stuff that came out of Stacks in. You know, I was looking through my uh, my collection this afternoon, and I'm like, how do I pick a couple of things off Stacks records? There, I mean, there's hundreds of uh, of, of singles that uh, that I have and that I could play. Um, and uh, just to, to show the influence that uh, Jim Stewart and uh, his label had on uh, on this music, uh, and just being able to put a lot of this stuff out and, and bring bring Memphis uh, to the world. Um. So yeah, uh, I've got another one on the turntable over here. Another Stax record from 1966. You're about to hear Mabel John with "It's Catching." Mm-hmm. 
That was Tommy and Cleve, Boogaloo Baby on Checker from 1966. And yes, that was also a J.J. Barnes uh, composition. <laughs> Before that, another one on Stacks, uh, paying, paying tribute to Jim Stewart, uh, who founded that label and owned, owned that label along with his sister, Estelle Axton. Uh, Jim Stewart passed away just in this last week. So I'm playing some things that came out on, on his label, uh, Stacks. That was William Bell with Eloise Hang On in there, 1967 on Stacks. Uh, and that, that's an interesting one, actually, because the song is Eloise, but whoever set the, set the, uh, the type on that uh, particular version, that particular pressing of it, messed up. And uh, it's Blois on there. It's a B instead of an E. So it says Blois instead of Eloise. <laughs> but that was William Bell. That what you put in the in, in the computer then? Eloise. Yeah, no, no. It's it's called Eloise on all the other ver- versions, all the other pressings so and different plants. There will be people trying to tell you that oh, it's a misprint, therefore it's worth more money. Yeah, that particular one's not apparently. But it sells for about the same as uh, well, the ones where they got it, it right. It shouldn't. I mean, it's what's in the grooves that count, yes, not what's yes. on the label, guys. Yeah. Anyway, before that, uh, Don Juan with Potluck on Big Top from 1962, and Don Juan. I do love anything they do, but the lyrics are always so silly. <laughs> I mean, the other great record they do is called Chicken Neck. Yep, yep. This is potluck. Just some, some food nonsense. They, they specialized in food nonsense songs, yeah, I But, guess. you know, uh, their voices, their harmonies, the melodies, their arrangements, everything is top class. Why you just some <laughs> just some fun R and B party music about food? It's great. Potluck and chicken neck. Those were the two big big hits, I guess. Yeah. All right, and Mabel John got us started in that set on stacks with "It's Catching." All right, uh, back into it. This is another one I dug up recently uh, on a, a different uh, venture into Southern Indiana small towns. Uh, this is one I've, I've been aware of for a while. It's a, a local-ish group. The Gentleman Blue, uh, they were uh, uh, college students at Hanover College, uh, just uh, up the Ohio River here in Hanover, Indiana, small town up there near Madison, Indiana, not a slightly larger small town, and that's where actually where I picked this up in, uh, in Madison. I've been aware of it for a while. Uh, it was recorded uh, uh, in Louisville and released on a small label here in Louisville called Trump. Um, but I'd never managed to dig up a copy around here and uh, was always always on the lookout for it. And I, and I was thrilled to find one in the little back room of an antique mall up there and finally get it in my collection. Uh, this is the only only thing that came out by this group. Uh, they were really just together while they were students at Hanover College. And I think when uh, when enough of them graduated and went on, uh, they, they lost their... Uh, lost uh, uh, the uh, enough people and, 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 and they just folded up shop. But they did manage to get this one record recorded uh, here in Louisville and released. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play uh, what I think is the the A side of the Gentleman Blue. Came out in nineteen sixty seven. Here's I hate to tell you.
right. What's going on? I don't hear anything. Am I on? You're on, yes. I, I can hear you talking. I think your uh, your headphones came unplugged there. Oh. Technical difficulties. Yeah, my headphones don't do anything right now. Oh, well. I can hear you, so, yeah. Just, uh... Okay. Just keep going. Anyway, um... So, James p- played a cover, so I played a cover. Ramona King, It's in His Kiss on Warner Brothers from 1964. And, uh... That song, even though it was made popular by Betty Everett in 1964 as well, was actually originally recorded by Mary Clayton in 1963, and nobody wanted to hear that. And a year later, a different artist records the same song, and it becomes a major hit that then thousands of artists covered, all the way up to Cher later in the, in the yeah. 90s. Just got to find the right the right person to yeah, get do the strange. version. You yeah. never know what, you know, and... Uh, Actually, I never heard the Mary Clayton version. I, I really am very, very curious to hear that. All right. Before that, you heard Bill Deal and the Rondells doing uh, their version of I've Been Hurt. A lot of people did that song. It was written by Ray Whitley, and he, he released his own version in 1965. Also in 1965, the Tams and the Sensational Epics uh, both put out versions. Uh, you've, you've definitely heard the Tams version and the Sensational Epics version on our show before. Uh, we do not have a copy of Ray Whitley's. Uh, I'm always on the lookout for it, but it didn't sell nearly as well as the Sensational Epics and the Tams, so there just aren't as many copies of it out there. Um, so Bill Deal and the Rondells did it uh, four years later in 1969, and it was actually on an album. Uh, I, I played it off the 45 single as we're playing everything, uh, but that song was also on an album that Bill Deal and the Rondells put out called Vintage Rock, and uh, it, it, the, the Vintage Rock album, from what I can tell, is all covers of stuff that I guess was already considered oldies, but it was just from a few years earlier, from earlier in the 60s. Uh, but they just did a bunch of covers of, oh, you know, vintage stuff from like four years previous. <laughs> but yeah, Bill Deal and the Rondells, 1969 on, on Heritage, their version of I've Been Hurt. Before that, Ned Kendrick and the Swans do the Mashed Potato Part 1 on Date Records from 1960. And uh, the Swans were... Interestingly enough, Bobby Roach, King Coleman, who you can hear, like the vocals were by King Coleman, and James Brown. So, uh, yeah, Ned Kendricks and the Swans, uh, some of those guys became super famous. <laughs> 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 they might have been already famous. I, I think that uh, James Brown was already well known at the time. But, uh, yeah. Before that, uh, you heard a. Uh you heard a song from a group that nobody went on to become famous, as far as I know. That was the Gentleman Blue. They were a band together just while they were students at Hanover College, just up up the river from us here in Hanover, Indiana. Gentleman Blue with Hate to Tell You, 1967, on the Trump label out of Louisville. No, no relation to anyone else by that name. All right, uh, stay tuned to WXOX for Bases Loaded. Tune in at the tail end of the week for hit after hit from a wide selection of R&B, hip-hop, jazz, and indie music. Host Antonio de America keeps the line moving with a mix of the latest singles, out-of-left-field deep cuts, and everything in between. That's Sundays from 8 p.m. to midnight here on WXOX, coming up at about 15 minutes once we sign off for the night here on That Driving Beat. The Lowell Chorus extends an invitation to enjoy Canticles of Christmas 
carols conveying the Christmas story on December 18 at 3 p.m. More information is available at louisvillechorus.org. All right, we do have about 15 minutes left. Uh, so I'm going to play one by Bobby Darren. This is the Bobby Darren that had all those... Uh, those Splish Splash? Kinda, yeah, the pop hits. Splish, splish Splash. He did a version of Mac the Knife. Uh, you're not really going to hear that era, Bobby, uh, Bobby Darren, on this show. Um, but I didn't know that later on in his career, uh, in the late 60s, he got kind of funky and he got kind of righteously angry. Uh, this is one, uh, actually, uh, uh, we were on a road trip with our friend Brian uh, a few weeks ago and we were listening to a podcast of kind of popcorn, R&B, uh, jazz, and some other kind of things. And this song came on and I'm like, what is this? And uh, when I found out what it was, I immediately went online and bought a copy online and uh, I have it in yeah. my head now. That tells you how much he listens to what I play on the same show. Well, yeah, because I've played that song. I don't know that you've ever played it. Ago. Yeah, apparently Uwe, Uwe already had a copy of this record, but I didn't recall I ever hearing it. it before. Because you never listen what I, I play. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, so this is Bobby Darren. Once once he had kind of broken out of the uh, the teen pop uh, kind of uh, kind of thing. Uh, at this point, he 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 had been working with uh, uh, Robert F. Kennedy on uh, on on Kennedy's campaign. Uh, for president, and he was there when Kennedy was assassinated. Uh, he was in the hotel. I don't think he was in the room and actually witnessed it, but he was he was working directly with with RFK and was really shaken up by that and just some other personal things in, in his own life and uh, kind of went off in an interesting direction that I didn't know about that I'm going to have to dig more into uh, in the late 60s. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away and just a few years later, uh, passed, he died young. Um, but this song, Long Line Rider on Directions Record, from 1968 by Bobby Darren. It's a uh, uh, it's one he wrote, and it's uh, it's based on a news story he saw about a uh, a prison farm uh, where they found some bodies of prisoners that had been shot and secretly buried on the uh, on the premises, and uh, just the scandal of what exactly went on here. How did how did these these men end up being buried in unmarked graves, uh, unknown on the on this this prison facility? Um, so here's Bobby Darren with a song called Long Line Rider, 1968. Getting funky. Wetting it down, boss. Wet it down. Wiping it off, boss. Wipe it off. Win 10 to 20 hard, swinging 12 pounds in the yard. Every day, every day. I came in with a group of 20. There ain't left but half as many in the clay, in the clay. Long line rider, turn away. There's a farm in Arkansas. Some secrets in its floor In decay, in decay You can tell where they're at Nothing grows, the ground is flat Where they lay, where they lay Long line rider Turn away All the record shows so clear Not a single man was here Anyway, anyway That's the tale the warden tells As he counts empty shells By the day, by the day Hey, long 
me, sir, it's a little late. Let us pray. Let us pray. This kind of thing can't happen here, especially not in an election year. Out of my way. Out of my way. Hey, Lord. in the air, big bulldozers everywhere, digging clay, turning clay, and the ground coughs up some roots, wearing denim shirts and boots, haul them away, haul them away, hey long line rider, turn away, well I heard a brother moan, while they pound up Buddies, shake your gloom They're just here to make more room In the clay USA
That was another one that came out of the Stax studio in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, Stax, uh, founded by Jim Stewart and his uh, his sister Estelle Axton. And uh, some of the most important music of the 60s and 70s came out of that studio. Some of it came out on the Stax label. Some of it came out on other labels. Uh, that was Otis Redding with Love Man. Came out on Atco, part of the Atlantic uh, family of labels, but recorded at Stax. Before that, Betty, Renee, and the Thrillettes with Your Kinda Love on Lawn Records from 1964. I have no information about them, no idea where they're from, and the label. It's, it's very obscure, that one, but uh, a great record. And Bobby Darren before that with Long Line Rider, 1968, on Directions Records. We've uh, just about come to the end of that driving beat for this evening. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next Sunday from 6 to 8 p.m. for another Sunday evening dance party. You can find us on social media. Just search for Midnight Hour Sound System on Facebook and Instagram, and you can find out what we're doing out there in the real world, getting some uh, some dance nights together out in, uh, out in actual places where you can show up and dance, uh, and also just what we're doing here on the radio, and if we find any cool records we want to... Uh, show you all right uh to take you out i'm gonna play chubby checker you better believe it baby on parker from 1964 and it doesn't sound anything like the twist <laughs> chubby checker did a lot of stuff all right uh we'll see you next week or no we'll talk at you next week and play <laughs> you some records you hear us next week yes you better You know you got me hypnotized You give my heart love and the exercise Don't you know I want to be your man You turn me on when you hold my hand Oh yeah, I want to love you 
Baby, you better believe it, baby. You better believe. 